Heather, what's the hardest part about sharing Jesus with someone for you? James, for me, honestly, my world is full of other believers. My family are believers. Most of my friends are believers. And I work at a church. So I'm disconnected from those who are far from God. So the hardest part for me is identifying the one life in my community who doesn't know Jesus. Hello, Saddleback family. I'm Heather Kova, one of the pastors of the Connections team at one of Saddleback's campuses. In the One Life campaign, we are going to be encouraging each other to share our Jesus story with someone over the next four weeks. For many of us, this is not in our wheelhouse. The first letter in the group method is G. So gather your small group. Next is read. Choose someone to read out loud Matthew 28, 16 through 20. A tip here, encourage your group members to each read a piece of the passage out loud. It can be a whole sentence or part of a sentence, whatever the person wants to read. Then read it again and you will begin to hear the passage in different voices. Hearing the passage in these different voices can help make the passage come alive. Verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. So let's get your group to go deeper. It's a great idea to make sure that everyone in your group has something to write with. Let them know that you are going to ask them to write down the things that stand out to them as they hear the passage. This could be a really impactful point, but it could also be a point of confusion or a question that arises. It could also be a story about how this passage may have impacted their life in the past. Also, let them know that they will be sharing what they wrote down as a group and encourage them to write down the observations of others in the group that stood out to each one of them. Again, it could be something that causes an aha moment, or it could even be something that infuriates them, just rubs them the wrong way. So read your passage out loud and ask the group to share what they noticed. This is a scenario where it is totally okay to let silence just hang there. The disciples had just witnessed one of the greatest miracles in the history of the world. And the proof was standing right in front of them. And some of them even doubted. You and some of the people in your group are gonna doubt. They are going to doubt that God has someone for them. They are going to doubt that they can effectively and adequately share Jesus. They are going to doubt their calling in this time, saying things like, this isn't my area of gifting, or how am I gonna meet someone to share the gospel with in just a month? This is normal and a common response. It is an awkward conversation. It has ruined friendships. It isn't easy. That's why God gave us the Holy Spirit. Not to make it easy, but because it isn't easy. Jesus said, 
that it was better for him to go so that we could have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a better helper in this than if Jesus were standing right there in front of everyone. Even then, people closest to him still doubted. Heather, that's a great observation. For me, one of the scariest aspects of all this, of sharing Jesus, is that the command is not just tell people about Jesus, but to disciple them and to teach them. That's not a one-time thing. That's ongoing. Put it another way, we are being asked to invite someone to be a new sister or brother. That's monumentally big, except for one thing. We're called to do it as a family. Jesus is telling the disciples as a group to go and disciple all people, not just on our own. You are inviting your one person to be a part of your small group family, to be a part of our Saddleback family, the discipleship, the teaching, all of that. You're just one member of the family. The responsibility isn't on you alone. You're just introducing them to Jesus and the rest of us. Persuading someone to change their personal philosophy and worldview and all that is hard, nearly impossible. Persuading someone to come over for a family dinner is easy, especially when the family is as great as your small group. This week in your journal, you are encouraged to ask God for help. Your group is a big part of that answer that God is going to give you. We are in this together. One great observation to point out to your group is that the very last thing Jesus said was, I am with you always. This is such a great bookend and fulfillment of the very first thing we learn about Jesus. It was prophesied that he would be born in Isaiah 7:14 and repeated again in Matthew 1:23. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is an ongoing promise, not just a one-time thing when Jesus was walking the earth. All right, now hopefully your group will have written down each other's observations. Now, share those. Tell each other something about their observations that impacted you. Someone said something that really caused an aha moment for you, caused you to think of new questions. Let them know. Maybe you noticed something that stuck out to everyone. Let's consider how we can apply this passage to our lives. In the space in your journal, write in your own words what you believe Jesus is commissioning you to do in Matthew 28. Share what you wrote with the group. Then discuss ideas about how your group can encourage one another and keep each other accountable to engage with this One Life book every day over the next four weeks. As a group, pray for what God is going to do through this One Life journey. Ask God to open your eyes, your ears, and your hearts toward this mission, seeing people as God sees them. Begin to pray for the One Life that God will direct you towards during the next four weeks and thank God in advance for the work He is going to do in you and through you. And as a group, let's celebrate how God is answering our prayers for help. We want to hear from you. We are celebrating with you every time God changes the life of someone you know. And we want to know about it. All month long, we want you to share your one life story with us by calling 949-609-8199 and leaving a message. We will also put that number in the show notes. We want to feature your story on some bonus episodes of this podcast series and share it with the rest of the Saddleback family. 
It doesn't have to be a long or detailed story. Just call us up and leave a quick message. Think of it as RSVPing to the party. Remember, every time that one life was found, there was a party. Thanks for coming and celebrating with us.